DJ Psyched, and you're listening to the Get Psyched Podcast. Let's get psyched together. Stay Psyched was a series I created on my podcast because there's sometimes things that I just learn about or think about or realize that are just so cool and things I want to share with people, but I don't necessarily have anywhere to put it on this channel, so I put it in Stay Psyched because there's just so much in the world to get psyched about and stay psyched about. So this is for all those things that don't quite fit the other categories. But today we're talking about something super important, something that I think I really didn't understand how important it was until I actually figured out how to do it, and that's getting organized. I tried so hard to get organized a lot in college and in my personal life, and I could never really do it to the way that I wanted to. You know, I knew that if I could create systems and have everything so neat and clean, that my life would just be easier. Every time I would move out of a dorm, I would pack all my stuff up, take it somewhere, and I would find things that I'd forgotten about. I would just, I would just blow my own mind away when I was packing and realizing that there were so many things that because I was unorganized, I wasn't doing or utilizing. And I would always promise myself that in the next apartment, I would organize things so well that I would get so much more done because all my stuff would be right there. And <laughs> that didn't happen most of the time. But that's because I really didn't know how to get organized and I've learned a lot about organization over the last few weeks because I got a job recently that is just incredibly organized. It's so organized and at first I didn't understand why and that sounds silly because you know obviously it's organized because that makes things more efficient but I didn't truly understand just how life-changing it is to be organized. Putting in the time and effort to get organized can be a little annoying but it like it was just incredibly worth it. And so I've been recently getting my podcast really organized and it's felt so good that I thought I'd get on the podcast and talk about it because I think a lot of people, whether you're creative or you're just a person, can benefit from these tips that I'm going to share because getting organized helps us in every aspect, whether you are a creative and you like to do things like podcasts or make videos or you make beats or whatever it is that you do. Even in our personal lives, getting organized will help us so much too. And that's just what I want to talk about today. So I'm going to start right where I've already started. Why? Why should we get organized? I think organization is important because I have learned the key thing to organization is that it will just make you so much less stressed. Like I was feeling really stressed out a few weeks ago with my podcast because there's so many like little steps that go into creating a podcast. You know, I don't just sit here and record podcasts. I do take notes beforehand. I do have to do all these little logistical things, checking my mic, making sure everything's working. And then when the episode's over, I got to download things. I got to switch files. I got to put them places. There's just a lot of little nuancey things that go into it. And I was not organizing any of it. I didn't have a process for how I did my podcast. My Google Drive is a scary looking place or it was was and I just found that I was very stressed out doing something I loved because it wasn't organized and I hated that and things that I've learned since getting organized are that I can get so much more done once the systems are in place I feel less stressed out by what I'm doing and I don't feel overwhelmed by the task because it's not as daunting when things are organized I realize that I can get so much more done I've gotten more done for this podcast in the last like two weeks than I have since I started this thing nearly eight months ago, which is crazy, but it's true because 
I was able to sit down, get all my documents together. I was able to put all of my logos together for once. So I was able to update logos that weren't correct. I was able to look into everything and see there were just so many obvious gaps in my podcast process that I didn't notice because I was so unorganized. Every episode was being made right before like it came out. Every part of the process was being done, scattered throughout the week. And I always felt stressed to get started on the podcast because I knew that there was like a bajillion little things to do and I'd have to sit there and figure out what it was. But I get so much more done now that I can just look at my list of things to do and be like, okay, I can tackle that, that, that right now. Okay, I'll do that later. All right, sounds good. And then the ideas, they just start flowing. And I think that's why like as a creative, it is important to get organized with what you're doing because when you get stressed about what you're doing or you're nervous to get into it because you're just so unorganized, you're a lot less likely to do it. And this goes for way more than just podcasting and downloading things on your computer. Even if you do like a physical craft, if your supplies are everywhere, you're going to be so much less likely to like pull out your art supplies and do something. So that's the next part of it, right? You're going to be more motivated to do more things once you're organized because, you know, the stress is gone. You're getting a bit more things done all of a sudden your motivation's going up to do the thing that you want to do because now you're enjoying it again. And that's what I've noticed with my podcast. I was actually kind of worried for a little while that I didn't want to do this. And sometimes, you know, that happens when you're creative. You, you wonder if you want to keep doing the thing you're doing. You try to go back to the purpose. But when you're disorganized, sometimes that alone can be what's turning you off from what you're doing. And not just being unorganized about it but the feelings that come with not being organized you know being really stressed about things not getting so much done that's all going to make you question what you're doing so it's important to be organized because you're going to feel better about what you're doing and you're going to know for sure hey maybe I don't want to be doing this thing right now it just helps so much to be organized and the biggest benefit of all I've already said this right you get more done but you will spend more time doing the things you love and less time doing the stuff that you don't love. If you are someone who's creative and you like to post your works online, or honestly, I don't think there's any creative field or anything that you can do that doesn't have aspects that are completely unenjoyable. <laughs> like for podcasting, I'll use as an example, like I said, I love podcasting. I love coming up with ideas. It feels so good when I have an idea that gets me like really hype and excited and I'm ready to talk about it. But I don't necessarily love every step of the process, having to download videos and upload things and switch the file and blah, blah. It's not like the most exciting part of the process. But when that stuff is organized, when the system is operating really smoothly and you can just, okay, I got that done, done, done. You got email templates made up. You have everything you need is just there for you. So you're not stressing out every time you do something. You're going to spend way more time doing the stuff that you love and way less time doing the parts you don't really like that much. So that's why taking the time to organize is so helpful. It may seem kind of boring. It may be like, ah, yeah, I don't need to get organized. Like what I'm doing, I, I'll do it when I want to. It's on my own time. That's fine. Like <laughs> you really don't have to like put yourself on a stressful schedule to want to be organized in anything in your life. It's just nice to be organized, you know, so it's less stressful. It doesn't have to be a creative thing. If your kitchen's organized, cooking will be more enjoyable. If your room's organized, playing games will probably be more enjoyable. So that's why I'm talking about this, because you will spend so much more time enjoying your life when you're organized, because the friction that stops us from doing things, the friction that stops us from starting things, and friction comes from disorganization. It's not the only place it comes from. Obviously, if something's outside of our comfort zone, if something's a little challenging, we might be hesitant to do it. But that's just another form of friction. Disorganization is just another form of friction to stop us from doing things, which is why I think getting organized is so 
awesome. <laughs> it removes that friction. So yeah, in this episode, I'm going to give you five tips, five things I've learned about organization that will really help you get started. After you listen to this episode, I hope that if there's something you want to organize that you know where to go from here. So these are my five tips. We're going to start with things that are very applicable to everything in life. If you are a creative, I'm definitely going to talk about how these things can apply to you, but I will also give examples about how this could apply to you if you're not a creative, if you're just a regular person who's trying to get something organized because you're tired of losing your keys or not having your shoes when you want to go out. So let's just get into it. My first tip is take it slowly. I have tried, and if you want to go back on my YouTube channel and watch, (laughs) you'll see I have tried so many times to get things organized And when I say get things organized, I mean I set this big ambitious goal to get everything organized in a week. I'm going to give myself the month of October to get everything organized or I'm going to spend a week only organizing in my free time. And guess what? (laughs) Like most people in that kind of a situation, I got overwhelmed and did nothing. And a lot of people do this. I do it. And I think the reason that this happens and the reason it happened to me is because it's overwhelming when you start to like say like, okay, I'm going to organize everything in October and you start to think about all the things you have to organize. It's just dreadful. I'm just like, whoa, my Google Drive, my email, my hard drive, my everything. My room is a mess. My kitchen is the worst at my closet. You don't want to go in there. But organizing one thing at a time, just taking it slowly, like don't, I, I highly recommend not setting a month to get organized, not setting a week to get organized. I highly recommend just trying to do things slowly. Just take it slowly. I have no idea who said it, but I know that there's like this really popular philosophy around like when you're trying to minimize your stuff, a lot of people, they'll just try and get rid of everything at once. And that's that's so overwhelming and crazy. They say like, okay, open up one drawer a day and clean it out. One drawer a day. Don't overwhelm yourself. Same thing with anything. If you're getting organized, even if it's like in the digital world, I don't sit there and like, okay, I'm going to organize my entire Google Drive today because I know that doesn't work. I've tried that. Instead, I'm like, okay, I'm going to gather my logos today, put them all in this file, move them right here. Sounds good. Okay, today I'm going to go and I'm going to make a template for this thing because I always make documents for my episodes, but I don't have a template. So let, let me make a template for that. Like I said, friction is what stops us from doing things and overwhelming yourself by being like, I'm going to do it all right now. That's friction. So take it slowly. That's my tip. Tip number two, start some kind of organizing system or checklist for whatever it is you're trying to organize. Like I said, I'm going to use my podcast as an example. There are a lot of little steps to running my podcast. Having a checklist and a system for each part of the step really removes friction. Like if I'm going to start an episode, first thing that happens usually is I have an idea and I want to jump on it immediately. (laughs) I have found that that doesn't work. That is not efficient for me. So I made a system where like, if I have an idea, I take out Airtable, which I'm going to talk in a minute about places you can organize things, but I pull up my Airtable. That's how I organize my ideas. I write the idea down. I write down whatever came to mind when I had the idea so I don't forget. And then I walk away from that idea because I have found that when I have an idea and I think it's so cool and I jump on it immediately, it doesn't really come out that good. I didn't think about it enough. I threw aside projects I'm working on right now. That's just not efficient. It's not good for me. And after I realized that, I made a system that helped me correct that error in my process. What I do is I plan my episodes in advance now. I know what I'm going to talk about way beforehand, and I have time to really plan it and 
organize my drives and organize all the tedious little aspects of it and put real effort into the creative part so that it comes out really good. <laughs> I mean, in my eyes. So yeah, having systems, making checklists, it gets rid of friction and you build these systems as you go. When you do something, you can see what's inefficient and try to make it more efficient and a checklist is just going to help you. And just like I said with the last tip, don't go all in on something. Don't just be like, I got to make checklists for everything right now. I've done that too. Doesn't work. What I started doing is every time I make a podcast episode, I just kind of write in the steps as I do it. And then when I find that something I did didn't make sense or could be made more efficient, I fix it for the next time. You know, rinse and repeat. I do the process. I'm looking at the list that I made before. I realize that I missed a step. I put it in. I'm slowly but surely building these systems as I go. And that's really helped me. That's also going to be a part of another tip. But what I'm saying is having systems and checklists, getting organized, it's so important. You could also check out this book called The Checklist Manifesto if you're interested. I'm definitely going to read that and do a podcast on it at some point. I can't say the author's name, but I will link it in the description below if you are interested. Basically having checklists, it removes a lot of friction. And like I said, friction is what stops us from doing things. We won't make mistakes and forget things if we have a checklist. It's really cool that I'm writing it down as I'm doing it because there have been times where I forgot to do something and the next time I did it, I remember to do it. And then I'm like, okay, let me put this on the checklist and I won't forget to do it in the future. And then, like I said, why this kind of organizing is so good for creatives. If you're making a checklist and you do eventually get it to a point where you're looking at the list of things you do and it's really organized and you know exactly what you're gonna do at what time that's when the ideas start coming oh I could add this in oh I could do this a little bit more cool or now I can focus on this part of the system since the other stuff is taken care of like I want to do something neat here I used to just kind of rush through everything my show notes and stuff I would remember last second that I need to write something about the podcast for the description and I would just throw it together and send it in. I'm not really proud of a lot of those descriptions because I did it so rushed that it was like not meaningful. It wasn't special. But on my last podcast, when I had the system in place and I was able to finish everything early and I had real time to focus on my description, I I had fun with it. I got creative. I did it in the voice of the story that I was reading and it was it was fun for me. And I had a few friends tell me like, hey, that description was kind of cool. I like that. That was a neat thing you did. And it felt really cool because I knew that because I was organized, I was able to actually care about the creative stuff in my process more. So having that checklist, it was incredibly helpful. And this could apply to anything in life. Like I said, it just removes friction. I've said that like a bajillion times. I'm sorry, but it's true. That's what organizing does. It removes friction. Now we're going to go on to step three, digital or physical, having some kind of place for organizing things. That's what I'm talking about. I used to use a planner to organize things, uh, but it was so annoying to me. It was confusing a lot of the time because, you know, like planners have like, they have that calendar view and then there's a week view and sometimes they even have like day views and stuff. It was kind of confusing and annoying to me because I never knew what to put where, what was so important that it belonged on the calendar, what should I put in the week view? And then I would try to like signify importance by using different colored pens or like separate projects by using different colored pens. And then I would always, always run into this issue where I would want to change something, but I used a colorful pen to write it. And so crossing things out, it was messy. It was always disorganized. And at the end of the day, using a planner wasn't helping me. I'm not saying it doesn't work for anyone. There probably are a lot of people who are better at using planners who can get a lot from it. I always thought using a digital planner would not work. I was just so convinced that I would not like it because I like having physical things. I like reading physical books. I like that. 
but the planner, it just wasn't working for me. So if you want to go the physical route, I'm sure that could work too. But if you're like me and the physical planner has not been helping you, then try doing things digitally. I found it so much easier to move stuff if it's digitally. You know, you don't have to cross stuff out. I think using a pencil really doesn't look good. So I like using pens, but like I said, it's just hard to move stuff when you use pens. Uh, when you do things digitally, a lot of these programs to organize stuff will have ways for you to label the importance of the task and to separate them by projects. So it's visually appealing, it's very organized, and it takes a lot of the workout for you most of the time. And there are a lot of apps that I'm going to talk about more specifically in a second so that you can have a real idea if you want to try one of these. But something I really like about having these digital things is that a lot of the times you can get them on a desktop and a phone. A lot of them have apps so that if you like to be able to see your to-do list on both a phone and on your computer, like you want your to-do list available to you whenever you need to know what you got to do, then this could be a very helpful thing for you because I also found that having a planner meant I had to carry it with me whenever I wanted to look at it and that wasn't super effective for me. So I'm not just talking about planners here. Although I did start with that, like I said, having a place to organize stuff is very helpful. Now, if you're organizing tasks, then yeah, planners and doing digital platforms is super helpful. But we could also talk about physical things for organizing like drawers. You know, if you have stuff that you're trying to organize, maybe you're an artist and you want to organize your painting stuff. Or maybe you have a lot of sauces that you use in the kitchen and you want to organize it so you know what seasonings you have, what you have to spice up your meals then think about physical things that could help you organize stuff. Drawers, having one of those things that hangs up in your shower to organize your soap, a bookshelf. I don't know. Just think about what could help because a lot of the times these little organizing things like, yeah, you could definitely overdo it. But also I did not have a lot of furniture when I lived in dorms and in like apartments on campus. And I have learned that drawers can be life changing sometimes. So yeah, having a physical place to organize your stuff really helps. So if you go digital, like I said, I want to give you a few ideas, examples, things you can actually use, and I will link these in the description below if you're interested in using them. I use Todoist, Asana, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, and Airtable. These three platforms, I use them for different things, but they have all been incredibly useful for organizing my stuff. I use Todoist on my laptop and my phone to organize personal tasks, things I need to do that deal with my personal life. There's like my workout, just anything personal. That's usually what I use. Asana, I use at work and it's really helpful. You could also use it for personal benefit, but I use it for work. And I like having my personal and work organization separate. Airtable is what I use currently to organize my podcast because they have a lot of really cool features like calendars and content creating templates that just make it easy on you. I don't like Google Sheets as much. It's harder to organize because a lot of the times you have to set up your own templates and they probably do have pre-made templates that you could use for things, but I never learned how to do that. So I use Airtable. I just think it works better for me. So try different things, try different platforms. If you're interested in any of those, check them out. They're in the description below, but that's another tip I have. And last thing, I use the free versions of all of those. I don't pay for anything. Even with just the free trial, they are extremely organized and really help. So tip number four, start moving forward. Don't start by looking back. 
All I mean by that is it is so intimidating to clean out our junk drawers or our closets because we know that we've been unorganized for an extremely long time and that means there's probably so much stuff to organize and this is friction. It has stopped me from organizing so many things, including my podcast. It's so overwhelming for me to think about the fact that I'm on like episode 44 and I only recently got organized. So that's like 30 plus episodes that are just chaos in my Google Drive. And that's a lot for me to think about, you know, to go back and to organize every single file and make sure I have every single thing. Ideally, I would have done this organization thing when I started, but I didn't. And a lot of people, you know, like me, start something, aren't organized, and we just gotta, we just have to continue. Just where you are, start organizing now, start organizing what you're doing. It's so much less intimidating. It'll lower the stress of what you're doing right now. And once you have these systems built, It'll be easier to fix the old stuff if you decide to go back and fix the old stuff. But for me, I don't know when I'll get to that point where I go back and organize those episodes. But for now, I'm just looking at the future. I'm going ahead. I'm organizing as I go. And I will go back and fix that at some point. But that's not the focus right now. The focus is fixing what I'm doing right now. Because to me, it's more important for me to be comfortable with the process I'm currently doing. To continue creating and understanding what I'm doing before I take all that effort of going back and fixing things. And my last tip, or my last big tip, is get ideas from other people. If you're listening to this right now, you are definitely on the right track. I struggled organizing my podcast a lot. The only reason, the real thing that got me organized recently was I got inspired by seeing someone else's systems. I got inspired by seeing how other people organize things. And you can do that in so many ways. You could see what your friends and family do for different things, right? Like, you ever been in someone's house and seen something and you're like, that's so smart. And then you do it. Well, you could do that with just about anything. If you are a creative, then you can look at creatives who are in your field and see how they organize things and see what they like to do, what tips or advice they might have. Maybe you can go on Pinterest, Instagram, or Google and just try and find these things. I mean, Pinterest and Google are probably the two best ones because they're search engines. You could literally just look up like organizing my closet and you'll get all kinds of pictures and ideas and you could probably find you know hashtag organization or something you'd find all kinds of ideas there i used reddit to organize my computer r slash battle stations gave me all kinds of ideas for cord management and all that good jazz and you'll find a lot of the times when you do try to get inspired from other people and how they organize and do things you'll have a lot of those yeah, I never thought of that moments. And that's what I had recently when I started working. I saw a lot of really cool tools for organizing and realized I, I just never thought of that before. I never thought of using this to organize that or I never thought of trying that. But don't just get ideas from other places. A part of this tip is get ideas from yourself. And by that, I mean, when you're doing something and you realize that it might have taken too much effort or too much time or that you were inefficient in some way, that it might have taken too much effort or too much time and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm late to this thing because I couldn't find my shoes. Well, when you come back from the thing that you were late to, think about the fact that, okay, well, my shoes were the reason I was late. I couldn't find them because I don't have a place where I keep my shoes. Maybe I should get a shoe rack, put it in front of my door, and then whenever I come in, I just put my shoes there, and then when I leave, my shoes will be right there. I'll never lose them again. There. You have a physical item that you decided to use to organize things and you made a system. You're going to take your shoes off at the door when you come in and you're going to put them on right there as you go out. And it all just comes from 
being a little introspective. You know, you're doing something, you realize it's not the most efficient, you don't like how much time you spent doing it, and you try to find a solution to it. That's how a lot of organizing happens, you know? And yeah, that's a big part of organizing, right? You notice that something is taking up a lot of time and space in you and then you try to fix it. I take a lot of like multivitamins and D3 and I've realized recently that sometimes I forget to take them. So I've been trying to come up with an organized way to keep that so that I do it correctly. And that's just how you get organized. You just see these inefficiencies and you try to solve them and that's it. That's it. Those, those are my five tips for getting organized and why it matters to get organized. You know, you want to get rid of friction. You want to be less stressed. You want to get more done. You want to do more things that you love. We start by taking things slowly, organizing systems or checklists around the things that we do, deciding what physical or digital things we need to try and get things organized. What kind of programs might you use? Do you need a drawer? Start by looking forward. Don't look back. Start getting organized now. Don't be intimidated by how unorganized you were in the past and trying to fix everything. Just organize things now as they are. And lastly, get ideas from other people. Find places and things that inspire you to get organized. And I'm going to leave you with this. When you're making systems or you're organizing things, something that's important to remember is to just stay willing to adapt. If something's not working, try something else if you're doing something and you realize that it's not that efficient, then come up with more ideas. Getting organized, it's kind of not like an end goal, like I thought it was. I thought getting organized was just, I'm going to spend a month putting all my stuff together and getting extremely organized. But it's an ongoing thing. As you're doing things in life, you're going to notice moments where you could be more organized, where you could fix things up, and then fix it. And then carry on with things. It doesn't have to be this big daunting task. Getting organized it's helpful, it's efficient, and it doesn't have to be this huge daunting mission of yours. It's just something you do as you live. So thank you so much for listening. The outro beat that's used on this podcast was made by my friend and producer PME. He's super talented. Go check him out. He also made, you know, the intro beat. And if you have anything to organize, let's do it. Let's take these steps and do it together. Let me know in the comments below what you're organizing. And until next time, stay organized and stay psyched.